0: Hi, I'm Amber Cribbs, holistic healer, mindset coach, sound healer, holistic mind body practitioner, certified aromatherapist, and female empowerment mentor. But most importantly, I am your holistic hype bitch. So this one's for you, babe. My podcast is for the woman who is ready for a complete holistic mind body soul upgrade. It's time to attune your mind, ignite your soul, and unleash your inner badass. Welcome to the Balanced and Fierce podcast hosted by me, the Holistic Whore. Let's do this damn thing. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome to all the new listeners. I am so thrilled to be here with you all today, and I'm even more excited to finally be recording from my own office. As you may or may not know for the last two months, I've been living very much a nomadic life while being displaced from our previous home. It's a long story, but it all worked out in the end, which is amazing. And I'm so excited to finally start feeling settled again and starting to unpack and being in my own space. So super excited about that. With all of that, I wanted to come on here today and talk about our health and our body's frequency and how it impacts our immune system. Y'all know I'm an energy and sound healer, and frequency and energy plays a big role in my life, but it plays a big role in everyone's life. Part of why I wanted to come on today is I actually experienced this firsthand as of late, and shame on me, but I think it happens to us all. I got a little bit into energy healing in our body's frequencies and vibrations in episode three, and I want to dig a little further into that today. I think we all can attest that we are eternally on a mission to embody this high vibrational motto and keep our bodies vibrating in the most highest optimal state. So first and foremost, it all starts with tuning into our body and actually listening to what our body is trying to tell us. Many of us, self-included, hand-raised, we're not necessarily taught this skill set. I've learned it later on in life, and I'm very grateful for that. But for to be completely honest, I was always taught to ignore what my body signals were saying. I think a lot of that comes from growing up playing sports and we're so often taught to push through the pain, which is actually so beyond, so beyond reckless. Pain plus pain only equals a big fat injury typically, but I'm digressing. How it impacted me as of late is not listening to my body signals, thus ending up resulting with me getting sick. I don't get sick very often. I don't think I've been sick in the last few years even. And with all the stress and all the craziness that was going on, I was not fully listening to my body. Truth be told, I was not taking my own advice and my body held out for as long as it could until it was like, yeah, girl, we got so many fires to put out, like you need to stop and rest. So the question for all of us to think about today, and that I'm asking both myself and you all out there, What proactive steps are you taking to keep your body stable and functioning at its most optimal level? Our bodies are constantly sending us these signals. And if we've been conditioned to ignore them, we might likely be ignoring our body frequency as it's declining. And if we catch it, we can absolutely help raise that frequency back up. I know some of us have even been taught, it's normal to feel like shit. You're old. It's not. I'm here to tell you, If you are feeling sluggish, exhausted, or just beyond drained or any of the above, it is likely your body's frequency is declining. And your body's frequency is directly correlated to homeostasis. So just a quick reminder, homeostasis is the state your body needs to be in, a state of balance in order for all your body systems to survive and function at their most optimal level. So a quick example on this. When your body is falling out of homeostasis, that's your body's whole job. Your body's whole job is to keep you alive and keep your body in balance. And it's a forever, I keep moving my hands back and forth. It's it's forever trying to stay in balance. You don't just stay in balance perfectly all day long. So there's always some give and take happening in there. But the biggest example I can give is when you start feeling tired. When you're feeling tired, your body is letting you know, hey, you got to slow down. There's some fire starting to erupt here. And I need time to be able to rest and repair them. I need you to rest so I can repair them. And if we're not resting, we get more and more tired. And things start to go like maybe we hurt our ankle. We bonk our head. We start we start getting out of balance because we already were out of balance. And our body was like, hey, hi, let's do this. And we didn't pay attention. That's very high level. High level example. And like I said, it's very normal for our body frequency to fluctuate. But also know that it directly correlates with your immune system as well as your stress response. So your stress response, full disclosure, when you go into a stress response state, so we talk about fight or flight, it's when your body has a perceived stress, which sometimes could be an email for your boss. For me, it was all the craziness that was happening. I absolutely was in a stress response state. Your body, to keep you alive, immediately is going to suppress your immune system, your reproductive system, because it's sole function at that point. We're not worried. Our body's like, we're not worried about reproduction right now. We're not worried about immunity. We're trying to keep you alive. We're in a stress response, and it goes back all the way to the caveman example days that people talk about, where all the blood, your body is pushing it all the way to your extremities because it believes you have to run or fight, like a caveman running from a woolly mammoth. So when you're in a stress response, your immune system is already compromised. And then for me, if I'm in a stress response, hand to God, I will not necessarily always listen to my body because I'm in a stress response state. So this is why we have to start working at really getting tuned to our body signals when we're not in a stress state. So when we are in a stress state, we can also assess and know what's happening, what our body's trying to tell us. So hopefully, as many of you are already aware, everything on planet Earth operates under a frequency or vibration, including your little body. So when we're, our frequency is possibly declining because we're in a stress state and our immune system is starting to become compromised, just to back up. So we all kind of are correlating that together. So these frequencies are transmitted at the cellular level. They both carry energy, emote energy, and they for damn sure absorb energy. Frequency also just really quick is measured in Hertz, and the healthy human body is said to have a frequency range between 62 and 68 hertz. Science has also found that things like pollutants, disease, food, electronics, they all function under a specified frequency as well. And these frequencies can directly affect any organism that it comes in contact with. So a quick history lesson here. In the 1920s, Dr. Royal R. Wright discovered that substances of higher frequency were able to destroy diseases of lower frequency. And as we just discussed, the human body's range is between 62 and 68 hertz. That's the frequency that the body is typically vibrating at. And if it drops below 62 hertz, the immune system then becomes compromised. And as we know, when our frequency is directly correlated to our immune system, and all of that is wrapped up within our stress response. So, the question here is, what can we do proactively to try to keep our frequency up? Because we're going to run into stressors in our life. That's just how life is. And while that's a whole nother topic of stress response, now that we know it correlates directly with our immune system, which is attached to our frequency, let's dig a little further into that. So an example that I always like to give when we're talking about what we're consuming and how that's impacting our frequency So maybe you're eating processed food, and this is not like the discussion that everyone wants to get into all the time about processed versus raw. It is healthier. Processed food actually carries no health benefit at all, and it can actually start to lower the frequency in your body. And again, we're just trying to keep our frequency between 62 and 68 hertz. And if the body frequency starts to drop below 58 hertz, cold and flu symptoms can often appear. 55, it even says candida, can take hold. And as your body frequency continues to decline, basically more and more fires can erupt. So we need to be refueling and replenishing our body. And there's a bunch of different ways, and I'm gonna get into it and how we can do that. But the first example I always like to give related to food is if you really take a step back and you think about what you're eating, take that as your first step at tuning into how you feel after you eat. I am here to tell you, you should not be like, oh, I feel like shit. That is your body letting you know what you just ate or possibly what you are repeatedly eating is not settling in their body. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm going to bring up dairy. Now, I am lactose intolerant, so I do not mess around with dairy because it is too detrimental afterwards. But I understand the joy of dairy and cheese. But I've had many clients who... Don't have, aren't lactose intolerant, but a lot of them might have a food sensitivity to dairy and they eat it all the time. And they are constantly dealing with GI tract issues, skin issues, everything else. Now, is it 100% the cheese? Not necessarily, but you are constantly, if you are eating it all the time and you have a sensitivity, your body is letting you know, I don't feel good after you eat this, you are erupting a mini inflammation fire in your body. So then if you come in contact with because of that, as we just learned, your frequency is dropping and your body is also working overtime because your body's trying to keep you in homeostasis. So it's like, oh, God, we have to deal with this. Think of it like when you go to work and you have like a bunch of emails in your inbox and you have like one urgent email when you start off the day and you're like, okay, we got to kind of handle this. So your body is dealing with that. Well, then all of a sudden, as your day goes on at work or as you're progressing on in your life, you start getting inundated with other things. You know, maybe you're around people that are sick or you are exposed to an allergen that you have an allergy to, you start getting more and more fires. You start Your inbox starts getting more and more fires. And all of a sudden, everything is urgent. But it can't be urgent because just as you are one person responding and dealing with emails, your body can only do so many things at once until it's like, ah! That's what we're trying to avoid here. And that's what when people talk about like chronic inflammation, we're trying to reduce that inflammation within our bodies So when we come in contact with other things that are going to possibly create that decline in frequency, our body is built up enough to withstand and immediately bounce back into balance. Hopefully that makes sense. My second example that I have is our own thoughts. Yes, I talked about this in episode three. We're going to get into it a little bit more here. Our own thoughts can affect our body's frequency. Negative thoughts actually reduce our body's frequency by 12 hertz. What we think about, we bring about, it's absolutely true, and your body feels it at the cellular level. Example, ever notice when you're hanging out with a friend, I'm gonna call her Toxic Tanya, and you return home and you have a headache and you feel utterly drained, just utterly drained, and you felt fine going in. The discussions that took place with old Tanya literally zapped your energy and homegirl straight up killed your vibe. Your physical reaction is your body telling you It needs fuel. It needs rest. It needs to repair. And possibly you need more limited interactions with Tanya, I'm just trying to say. So those are two examples to help you start to tune into your body. It usually starts off as something very subtle. I feel, I know for me, it's that tired feeling. And then that tired feeling starts to grow, especially if we ignore it. And we don't necessarily know 100% what's going on. It's just something that's happening in the body. Maybe you we're exposed to like an allergen outside that like kind of kind of kicked in to hit your constitution a little more than you expected. And your body's like, like, hey, I need to handle this real quick. Can you sit down for 10 minutes? That's what I'm mostly trying to convey today is it's usually something simple that we can start getting ahead of the game to really keep ourselves operating at that high vibrational level. So what ways can we also increase our body's frequency just to, you know, pad the deck a little bit? So fresh produce and herbs can help increase our frequencies. Fresh food frequencies range from 20 to 27 hertz. And dried food frequencies are between 15 and 22. So you can even make and grow your own fresh herbs. I tend to kill succulents, so I stick to my local grocery store for my fresh herb supply. But very simple, and you can just start incorporating them into your diet. Essential oils, another fun one. They are great at raising the body frequency. Essential oils start off at measuring at 52 hertz, and they can go as high as 320 hertz. And they have been actually reported to be one of the highest frequencies substances known. A few of my favorites are even frankincense. I love old frank. Frankincense is at 147 hertz. Lavender is at 118 hertz. You can literally diffuse the essential oil and you are bringing that vibration into your home such a good one number three positive thoughts it can be found that positive thoughts raise our vibration by 10 hertz and truth be told this one seems simple but sometimes it can be the toughest especially when you're inundated on social media that we all are on And misery loves company, sometimes amongst friends and vibrations also attract each other. So if you're staying at that high vibrational level, you might notice certain folks in your life might start to fall off, not because of anything bad. But if you're operating at that high positive vibration and they want to operate at that lower vibration, you don't want to pull yourself down into that. That doesn't mean you can't have hard conversations and serious conversations. It's also being able to bounce back from them and staying in that positive state and it can be difficult. It definitely can be difficult. It really focuses on becoming mindful of our thoughts and how our thoughts are serving us. And this isn't to be fake positive. I don't subscribe to that. I think we have to feel our feelings, but it's also, as I talked about in episodes two and three, it's being able to process and move through those feelings. So it's not suppressing the negative thought. It's also kind of sifting through that negative thought. And if you find that you're really struggling one great thing that I've always done, go for a walk outside. You'd be surprised what some fresh air and just breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth can start to help just get that oxygenation to the body, to the brain, to help cut out those negative thoughts, even if it's for five minutes. Disconnect to reconnect, number four, goes just great with positive thoughts. Disconnecting with electronics as those emote different frequencies that your body is reacting to, especially if you're on a computer all day, you definitely need to be disconnecting and not going immediately to your phone, immediately to the TV and to the iPad. Your body needs a break. And also, I'm going to bring it up again, social media. We love to hate it. It's a black hole of scrolling sometimes. That's a consumption, just like what we're taking in, what we're eating, the individuals in which we're spending our time with. What we're reading is also consuming and we're taking that into our body. So if I find myself really needing to disconnect from anything, and I'm, I'm using social media as an example, but from being on my laptop or work or anything of that nature where I'm really inundated around with electronics, go for a walk in nature. Sometimes it's just redirecting your energy and your focus to a different task. Maybe you're gonna organize your linen closet <laughs> or something of that nature or connecting with a friend. I find that connection, when you're disconnecting to reconnect, It's great to have some alone in stillness and maybe meditate, but it also, we all know this, having that phone call with one of our close friends, uh, it increases that energy vibration. It skyrockets and we feel amazing after it. So I highly recommend when you're disconnecting to reconnect with those loved ones around you. Number five, you knew I wasn't going to not talk about this sound healing as a sound healer. It is amazing at raising your body's frequency. Sound healing is such a powerful way to help move and release stagnant energy that is caught and stuck within us, our bodies and mind, and train with the frequencies of the bowls. I myself have a bowl that is tuned to the frequency of 528 hertz, and at that level is where DNA cell repair occurs, total body healing, and unconditional love. So in conclusion, the good and bad about how your body frequency is affecting your overall health it's your own fault. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it's actually the good news here is you can be actually in control of your body's health. It really just requires you to start listening to your body and not only listening to your body when you don't feel well or not trying to think that I'll just wait till I'm like stressed out and then I'm going to tune in. Mm -mm, mm -mm, That's not going to happen. You need to be listening to your body every day and really start learning your body's signals and Start correlating. Oh, when I feel like this, if I ignore this, this happens. It's simple mathematics here. You know your body best and you only get one. So be good to it and continuously listen to it and make sure that you are providing it its rest and fuel and the proper fuel that it needs so you can keep rocking out at that highest vibration. I hope you found today's episode extremely helpful. You can listen to the episodes of the Balance and Fierce podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any other of your favorite podcast listening apps. If you like what you hear, the best way to support the show is to rate and review it. Follow me, The Holistic Core, on Instagram, or feel free to head over to theholistichore.com for more resources and also to further connect with the Holistic Curious community. You got this, babe.